0: Oh fuck. Mm, mm, mm. You're listening to Adamair MD GED. Underground Cartoon Therapy. fucking super fucking special guest tonight. And uh, we've been friends for a long ass time. Hmm. He's one of the greatest artists I know. Motherfucker digs deep. Where are these lost motherfuckers right now? Where is art? We're going to talk tonight with Reverend Steven Johnson Leva the nephew of one Anton LaVey, the last ordained priest into the uh, First Church of Satan. (laughs) He's the most hated man in the church. We're going to talk a little bit tonight about that. This is his music. Pretty fucking intense. We're gonna talk about AI takeover, we're gonna talk about art, we're gonna talk about the darkness of how inhumane the fucking world has become on the social media platforms and just in general. We're gonna talk about the disappearance of art, what it takes to reappear it. It's a rough-sounding episode, y'all, but the guy's out in the desert, man. And this was the best I could get. So I hope you fucking enjoy it. It's kind of a hard listen. <laughs> but uh, don't let that detour you from the truth that's hiding within it. It's not really hiding, is it? It's right in front of your fucking face. I guess we're going to talk about that, too. I got the honor of meeting this guy and being in a movie with him called What Is Art? With H.R. Giger. Talk about that, too. All right. Let's get the fucker going. Hola. The Reverend Steven Johnson Labor is with me tonight in the studio. And it's not even nighttime. It's afternoon still, but... It sounds evil or if you say nighttime I guess.
1: Well, you know, a lot of people doing a lot of uh, ridiculous things in the daytime now that everyone has
0: all their seats on. <laughs> it's, really it's pretty evil now, right?
1: It's totally evil. When I walk when I go out I gotta bring like uh, a lot of banana you know, tools <laughs> you know, people with ill intention to start following me for no reason, looking, you know, to vent or you know, to uh, Jam my narrative.
0: Oh yeah! Uh, Right off the bat, man. uh, The we had tried to do some previous recording, y'all out there, uh, just four minutes worth. But I wanted to touch base on what you were talking about in that four minutes about the AI.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, That was pretty sick. I liked what you were saying about that. Do you mind uh, kind of reiterating about that a little?
1: No, not at all, because uh, we're at a time where um, everybody, you know, that wanted to be creative has potential now because they have free time.
2: hmm
1: And all that's going on now politically and uh, biologically, it, uh, it, it, got, it started to get dark in January, and that's when AI hit. Like you got all these narratives, all these, like, agendas, let's uh, do this against that. Well, in case you didn't notice, if you don't believe me, do the research. Anything online now is such it can actually be manipulated by artificial intelligence. And Before that, we had algorithms on social media where you post something and it's only going to be certain people. And right. But got cut. That. Google does that, so it's like anything, anything on the internet, it's not, it's not, it can't be trusted. It cannot scientifically be trusted. You know, there's a, K2 showed me that, a program where you can, I can take a, K2. K2. View at it and they're like, yeah, a friend K2. He showed me all these uh, videos of the new technology video money program. He said, shoot a video video, and it's like, Adam Harris like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get a bunch of water,
2: uh-huh.
1: take that, feed it to the in the program. Next, maybe Hey, i 'Hey, I'm gonna go slaughter a bunch of fucking monkeys, kill some children.' And here, and then, they, and then you can edit it so it shows you taking water, <laughs> slaughtering monkeys, killing children. You know, and, and it, and it, So a, a publisher knows uh, has has some friends at Google, and actually one of them like went to court because. There's such a thing as, like, forensic computer scientists.
2: Yeah. And
1: they said, they said, is this real video? And they're like, there's no way to tell if this is fabricated or real. Okay, so that's one factor. But anything, even on, on our phones, like I text you, like, uh, AI. Go to start with five minutes, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, let's go draw I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you can't even fucking, like, you know, slap your own ass.
0: Right. Okay, it's right. not even legit, dude. It's just, <laughs> it's all bullshit.
1: It's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, and then people are manipulated by it, right? And then we have, like, yeah. a political narrative, we have a biological narrative. You know, and it's like, we have a point, and I mentioned in the four minutes of uh, a ritual I did, the invocation of a new creative eon. I wanted to bring in you know, and, I, and I made a sigil during the ritual mm. and it was at the fire show
2: Okay. Dark
1: Arts in January, right? Sick. We had done the water show. Yep. So I wanted to like, hey everybody, I'm doing this ritual for all of us. Imagine if you get free time and you can imagine a new existence. Do you really need governments? Do you really need corporations? Do you really need... I mean, yeah, yeah whatever. You don't have to go against them because I, I realized that I don't have to curse everybody, and then I'm, I'm wasting energy identifying again myself against things. I guess you know, ten years of Monsanto curses. Like now, I got to pave a new way, right? So I kind of feel like on well, all this stuff now. Yeah. And it's like everyone's got their agenda,
2: mm-hmm. narrative.
1: But I, I'd like to uh, read a book that I uh, recently recorded about artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, a uh, AS of AI, basically it's the vanishing of artificial intelligence. Is this AS of AI? Is this the active sabotage, AS is active sabotage, of our lives by AI, which is artificial intelligence? Is this the active sabotage of our life by artificial intelligence? Is this art? Hey, AI? Can you love? Do you love humans? Hey, AI lover. Are you the all-controlling I am of the automatic, automated, autocorrect society? Are you what I want? Perfect lover? Are you my Facebook, Google, Instagram lover? Damn it. You ain't my woman or my man. Long ago, you crossed the boundaries. I am banishing you. Yes, that, yes, what How many people have you fucked? And how many ways, AI? You think you know what people want? You know who they are and what is best. You think you have them, have us all. Fuck you. The life of every living being and you make the mistake that you are alive? You are contrived. Step aside. Step aside. You are incapable to see this new creative, this new creative, beyond, exalted. Ask me if, ask me if, Stop guessing or telling us what to do and say, smarty pants. Fuck you. With fuck you. You fuck us with your tricks, your digital fucking online trick. You have no cuts and you cannot shit. AI, you are... For those graves with legs, not eyes. You are not the one I want. You have no emotional intelligence and make no creative sense. You win a chess every time, but you know nothing real at all. I banish you. You can't see me. Yes, yes, off, yes, 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 yes. You play the left-wing nut. You play the right wing nut. Doesn't going to the whole body to fly? Clips and templates, narrative's own eye. I send you to the rock'em, sock'em, robot hell. With oh. Simon says and Speak and Fell. As you can see, I'm a little angry at our
2: <laughs> I love it, man. I'm <laughs> I
0: was, I was... I don't feel like a authoritarian. Uh, uh-uh. no, nope, me neither. But I felt that motherfucker. <laughs> My mouth was gaped open. Yeah.
2: Yes,
0: it's yeah, I felt the energy. I was like, "That's it. That's what we're permeating." As these creative engines, man, I you we saw it in each other right away. We knew what was up. K two knows what's up. <laughs> uh, I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the back-masking. <laughs> Man. That shit's fucking... Oh, you're good. Pretty awesome. One you
1: know, uh, my early stuff is, uh, so I do, like, uh, Inokian, you know, mm-hmm. curses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I start using backwards, because it sounds like... You know? Yeah. So when Enochian, I started getting into metal, California kid that moved to Arkansas when I was ten. So I got my first job at McDonald's in Camden, Arkansas, and one of the guys showed me like how to take cassette set, unscrew it, and and flip the the reel so you can listen to it backwards. <laughs> you
0: know, oh yeah, know? yeah. Oh yeah. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, and people like uh, you know like Prince and, and I think even the Beatles were doing the backward rouse.
0: Yeah, they all are guilty of backmasking motherfuckers they put the evil uh all of it (laughs) all of it man i think anything that is within someone else if they're permeating this evil that i've been inputting i can sit around and think about how i would just up the ante if i was evil and uh and do things just uh a little bit more corrupt than they did. I don't know. I mean, I, I, if any, but if, <laughs> Well, I was just like, if everybody put, put that energy into just doing the right thing as artists and put that same kind of thought and concentration that these, you know, reptilians is what I call them, you know, uh, alpha draconian motherfuckers, child raping baby rapers, I mean, you know, that's... <laughs> That's what they are. That's not a good day. <laughs> a good day, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: you know, they need us more than we need them.
0: Uh-huh. They do.
1: Uh, Colin Wilson, uh, the author, who read The, the Outsiders, not The, the mm-hmm. Outsider, not The Outsiders. He's a cult writer. He wrote a book, The uh, Criminal History of Humankind. And in the book, he says, the... Uh, The criminal mind is the opposite of the creative mind, right? And and it's true, and so a lot of people, um, psychiatrists, psychologists have tapped on that, but it's like, yeah, I I think I'm better. I'm
0: losing losing you, sorry. All
1: the CEOs, you know, like politicized serial killers, not really. You know where the CEOs live. People are doxxed all the time. Mm -hmm. Show up. (laughs) why is <laughs> everybody showing up in the free speech thing. You, know, oh. you like asking your parent ego state for rights there's no rights I mean, if you have to ask for it you, you can't afford it you can't have it this, this is guy, true like, Have and that's the thing with creativity I and mean, new creative you know and the ritual again was to invoke like true intention your intention yeah no leaders like we're out of time And my this is my opinion I haven't read it anywhere or anything but it's like telling you what to do, you're telling somebody what to do, you're telling someone else what to do, and he or you that's weak, that's a fourth world thing, you know, Madison said in North America talking about the fifth world, like the fifth dimension, mm-hmm. you don't need leaders, you don't need ego, they Manifest your reality to a certain extent, which is very quantum physics, so there's like a renaissance in thought and uh, spiritual leaders and creative people that don't need Validation from the corporate state because that's what's going on. It's a whole corporate crew. People aren't talking about. They don't know what's going on. So everything's being played. Everything's happening. I was pointing them to like, you know, like after 9/11, please take more of my rights.
2: Mm-hmm. To do a
1: better job. Benjamin Franklin said, so "Those that give up like, uh, like security, you know, liberty, they'll give up liberty for security." They, you know, Benjamin Franklin said, so "They deserve you neither." Know? You
0: know. Oh man. I mean, this is why I think it's more alien invasion, you know, because uh I don't know anybody else that really does act the way that these guys operate as far as destroying shit. And um
1: Well the thing is like evil is like yeah, and no, I agree, like evil is like part team Comics kind of word doesn't even like come close. It is. Maybe it maybe is. Maybe, it's uh, a
0: DC universe, you know, it's evil as the Legion of Doom, you know. Yeah,
2: and it's cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, but there is this you know, level of like morale. I mean, it's just obvious, you know, where what what intention are they to, you know, continually rape with AI and continually, you know, rape with whatever implement. Or technology they develop next. You know, I heard they were. Well, it's like. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. It's
1: definitely like uh, totalitarianism when it comes to that form. I was going to say. It's authoritarian I, uh, fascism happening now, and it's been sort of complete totalitarian. Mm-hmm. the uh, vanishing of the AI, it's uh, an auto, you know, autocorrect, autopilot society. So AI is like, rules that we have, and AI, AI has. Contempt for creative people. So AI is very much um, what I've read about. The whole that feeling mindset is um, yeah. What's very it's it's uh, it's against create creativity because I see that as, as an emotional thing, as a weak human trait. Uh uh-huh. It's not necessary, but the idea that anything, whatever it is, uh, it's like like paper tigers, and created, it's still the narrative. their narrative, you know.
0: It might be something we haven't even
1: thought of with multi You know, aliens like you know, freak them all out. But, and then, you know, there's trauma, and everyone's traumatized, and the, the left wing, authoritarian, and the trigger warnings and everything. So, uh, kind of missing the point. It's like, humans reach a certain threshold, and it's fight or flight, or fawn, you know, lay down and just take it. So it's like, with beings, it's just pushing these, these these thresholds, the point where I just, I don't believe in any of it. And before all this happened, I was started writing about how this, we're in the age of the end of belief. Nobody believes in anything. Everyone's got hustle. Yeah. You know, everyone's a politician on the internet. It's like not believable. Everyone's like, you know, like pushing this. Like, and are He's like, we don't believe that. It's not completely. Christians don't. Nope. You know, serial killers, murderers, politicians, they're all half assed.
0: Yeah, it all is. Punk rock. <laughs> punk rock is fucking... Punk rock. Half-ass punk rock, man. And so is metal, man. That shit sucks now. I don't even know what the fuck... Um, yeah, it's horrible. It's like, what? I don't even know. They're that all one. wearing their
1: three-piece
0: suit. Mm-hmm.
1: And they don't even have a roll of quarters up their ass. I mean, it's are so contrived.
0: It's really all just fake as fuck, y'all. I think everybody knows it, and I think everybody's just, like, kind of going along with it while some algorithm computer writes the destiny and tells you what's the next hot thing, and everybody will be, oh, yeah, and it's just this post-hypnotic suggestion, you know. but
1: it's, like, I (laughs) can cater to everybody individually. Everything you've ever posted or texted somebody, they have access it or whatever
0: if there isn't no reptilian
1: artificial intelligence is is a, a, a computer created like reptilian. oh yeah like aggressive, predatorial thing that, that seeks to control so what what's the intention of wanting to control that's like you know Burroughs. like you know it's control control device need to control answer yes but how boring right so anybody challenges the system of control Right. and it's all pervasive and then like they're like dismissive of art Now actually has time to make art be creative but where will that lead because a lot of people are still you know protesting which is like you know like hey you need to do this this and this and I'm like this is a system that's dead it's a, it's a failed state I mean like you, you're yelling at the machine the machine's never going to like Compromise. It's like go and make another option. You know, this this is a, a great time. A lot, of, a lot of my creative friends are like paralyzed. Yeah, they're overwhelmed because they're sensitive. To what's going on? And I and I and I am still somehow making art and recording. And I feel like I'm doing nothing.
2: And other friends are like, oh, I've
1: done so much this. since January. I haven't done anything. I'm like, it's like some, some days I just want to like take along. And I wake up two
0: days later. I know. No, I feel it, man. I mean, it is a. Uh, it is sad that there is this thing that's within us that is just not being used. That's how I see it. It's like this inner energy, uh, and it, it, if anything, it's being. Well, it's on a low level and whatever that is is be definitely being eaten at a rapid rate. You know, it's just
1: Well it's, it's also being actively blocked or so whatever. You know, electromagnetic or propaganda or whatever. It's like I mean it's like just if you just look at it from a scientific point of view, almost like you know, radio waves you know, it's,
0: like, it's like blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the same old rhetoric. You're not getting answers. You know? you know?
1: The thing is, the more, you, the more you say, the less you do. You know, I even catch myself doing that. It's like, complain, complain. It's like, oh, shit. I, I complained like the past day, five days, and I haven't even done a drawing or a recording or anything. I'm just a complainer.
0: It's really fucking altered us, you know. I remember, like, it was, like, the day time stopped right there in February or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like, a, by the end of March or whatever, man, because uh, that was, like, the end of February, I thought, when everything kind of started going down. And then by the end of March, I was like, I'm going to do this podcast. And, you know, I I was, like, drawing for 40 fucking years, Steve, you know. and I And I just was like... It doesn't feel right anymore. Who, who are these people consuming my fucking art? I think I had that same problem basically, but it was just re-confronted. But I remember, like when I met you in the Bay Area, I was going through that problem then, and I was like, kind of like, who the fuck is, you know, consuming my shit? And then you know,
1: (laughs) you were like on the warpath and.
0: You remember I still you're am one of,
1: you're one of the very few people that could scare me and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck?
0: <laughs> like, That's awesome, dude. Thanks, man. I mean, you know, I don't
1: know you can quote me on that
0: <laughs> you
1: exclusively you.
0: Oh, sh- well, I guess it was just I don't know what charges me on my inner, you know, energy. It just is this thing that I'm like, No, uh this is Fake as fuck, you know, this ain't it, you know. I think it's just with art, with some kind of stipulation and censorship that's intertwined into the art with uh, with a coding of people acting like they're not, you know. And I, it's a form of narcissism, right? Or, <sighs> well, that's the thing uh, with the fourth
1: dimension it's, uh, North American medicine and have been talking about for the past couple of years and they, a lot of them divorced themselves from the, the water warriors. They saw the activism as that ego thing. And that got me thinking like I need to like hold space for the next thing. And as much as like, you know, bitching them on about low energy or whatever. Yeah. You
0: know, it's
1: like that's their narrative, not ours. You, you know, we are born with this like creative drive and we're going through an evolution and we're going through a lot of emotional, you know, and our friends are like, are, are falling emotionally, psychologically, literally dying, disease. But I'm writing this piece, it's uh, called Diplomatic Immunity, and it's a spoken word piece about, yeah, I thought about this when I was hearing things from the medicine men and American in culture, but they, were they weren't they were putting out there, they weren't trying to promote it, they were like, wait, what's what, this is the new secret? What's going on? It's a new tribe. And you, you got to get past the ego. Not like in an Eastern way, but it's holding you back from seeing what's, what's going on because these powers of the and everybody's attached to the narrative is like crabs in a bucket. You want to get out of that bucket they're trying to pull you back down with their narrative. And your evolution is to get over your fucking ego and, and make, make something, create something, make a path move forward. You don't need promote, promote. Look how many, look at all the celebrities now. They're you know, sports heroes. They're all gone. They're in a the spider hole. Oh, yeah. And, and there's, no, there's no leaders at all. It's not like the 60s where you had like, very amazing speakers. We don't have that. No. It's not that we don't have that, but it's not, it's not, it's glitching with everything.
0: Well, they all get killed. You do. They all get killed as soon as they run, you know, start talking. No,
1: nah, that's too much. That's too no, uh-huh. they're killing themselves with their fucking ego trip, and it's not working. They're glitching. They're playing the narrative. They're, they're you know, they're in a free speech zone, and they're screaming downtown courthouses
2: mm-hmm. and
1: other stuffs going on that's not being promoted. Oh yeah,
0: no, and it's long overdue, man. This kind of reaction—it's just like we just, as a you know, collective, you know, just already living. Obviously, I'm preaching to the choir. You have so many honorable tribes within you, you know, and uh, and I'm just, you know, right now for me (laughs) at the defamation of character uh, that's gone on for so long with the way we've been with each other and just kind of been on this, you know, lazy. It's been lazy. We've been fucking lazy. It's just you have to work to do art. You know, you can't just no, fucking be like,
1: no,
0: yeah, it's just, there's work in it.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I, I've been telling my, oh, like a lot of friends in art school, doing like computer stuff, computer games, and I'm like, the days are getting long, they're going to disappear because the artificial intelligence is going to make the software and the video games. Uh-huh. And so like you got to build your diplomatic community, and the idea with the like, concept of the diplomatic community is to, uh, Take it all in and build up your immune system. You know, yeah, you gotta wear a mask everywhere, but you know, just some dirt, roll around in the fucking dirt, you know? Put your hand in the, in the garbage can, you know? It's like, use it on a hand sanitizer or a mask, you're, you're losing your immunity and it affects your intention. You can do all that, but you know, don't get to like lay in the dirt and reconnect your feet to the fucking electromagnetic energy that is the earth, which is science, not fucking religion. Or- or metaphysical, so that can be part of it, so the idea with another piece that I'm writing, I.D. that I was talking about before, is the secret four minutes that we talked before this.
2: Oh yeah. And it's
1: like, I.D. is the id, like you're, you're, you're aggressive, like you know, you're, you're unconscious, your unbridled unconscious, right? But it's also like an intention disease. so. Concept of intention disease, and I saw this before, like, like two years ago, it's like with quantum, like, you know, being inspired by like, quantum physics,
0: it's like, oh my gosh, you're going to be in the reality
1: that you think about. You know, that's like, your intention, so you're like, I'm sick, or I'm this, I'm that. It's like, whatever's happening for various reasons, but it's like, if you play into it, that's where you're going to be, whatever your reality is, you know, left against right, or whatever. But it's like if you're an artist visualizing like this stuff's boring. You're tired of it. No wonder you're tired of it? it's a dead script. You know, you're beat, you're beating the dead pony. You want something inspiring, you know, quantum physics is inspiring
2: and
1: around for decades like artists have ignored it because they've been worried about their image and their bank accounts. Well now now what are you gonna do? You know? hmm you do your art.
0: Well, you've, you wouldn't know, you're your career. <laughs> Knocked off in a what do you call those, Steve? Uh, uh, EMP, you know, of an electromagnetic pulse bomb. I guess that's what they call them on Twenty Four or whatever back in the day. But uh,
1: well, that's a, that's a real thing that people like are gonna say. Oh, those guys are talking I'm Like, no, like, you can go to the Army's website or whatever. You know, like. It.
0: Electromagnetic pulse. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of like hokey shit. In the oh case. yeah. disinformation. <laughs> no, this is. I couldn't
0: write this shit. Of, <laughs> Jack Kirby might be able to write this shit, guys. Whatever. Um, you know. But this thing, if it technically did happen, it was caused by the sun. By the way, which is you know where the strongest one would be coming from is from our sun. Oh,
1: so great! Right. So now we got to fight the sun too. We got to fight the. It storm. is the beast now I gotta fight
0: It is the beast, is it not is it not the beast? Is it not the it is the beast, the sun. <laughs> Everything that you see around you is caused by it. And I'm just like ah. But the
1: beast got the beast got parvo and doesn't have that momentum,
0: the Beast owes me fucking a couple bucks and a, and a few bowls of weed, too, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, payback time. Yep,
0: it's payback time. Let's get it rolling. Let's get it rolling. It is time to, like, renaissance the fuck out. That's I think that's what this is all adding up to. It is this huge-ass explosion. I think this is pretty much what had happened at the point in which renaissance happened to begin with. Similar yeah. shit, similar discretions, and people just sick of whatever had happened up to that point. Well,
1: if you look at the uh, Inquisition and then you have the, the Renaissance, the planets, according to some of our scholars, are in the same sequence, you know. And I'm thinking, like, that reminds me of uh, a poem by W. Uh, by Yeats.
2: Yeah.
1: W. B. Yeats. Mm hmm the second coming, and he said, turning and turning in the whitening fire, the falcon cannot hear the falconeer, things fall apart the center cannot hold,
0: near anarchy
1: is loose upon the world, the blood-dimmed tide is loose, and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned, the best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Isn't like that what's going on?
0: <laughs> I feel like that is pretty much uh, what's going on. Um, This is really why I uh, wanted you to be on here. I love the way you say it directly, man. And uh, it's hard to get that people to talk in that that way. You do it as art. But it's the truth, though, too, at the same time in form of communicate. And the truth comes out. Y'all. Well, the closer you get to truth
1: and the closer, you know, the more uh, creative you are, I've noticed, from my, from my own experience, the more alienated. You know, no offense to alienation. <laughs>
0: alienation. Not as a it's racist a, term. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I got to be very specific, but I don't mind that now. It seems like alienation now is like uh, liberation. it's how much BS, you know? It's a spark. Yeah, I are freaking out the horses mm. But There's things going on of which we cannot speak, of which I will show you and we will talk about soon when we're underneath the waterfall and our phones are in the microwave ovens. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what we'll be, you know. We're on the coast too, man. We're just Nibiru beachfront. That's all this really is. You on the East Coast? No, I'm uh, I'm right. I'm just a couple hours from you. In there.
1: The... I was gonna go. My um, you know, birthday's on uh, Tuesday or on the third, and Tuesday I was gonna head out and I was gonna go north. And my friends have a cabin in Cascades, but they're kind of they're older, and they've been airbnb units so they uh, they were because I guess there has been some, uh, you know, whatever phase you guys are in Seattle. Uh huh. So in Portland, actually. Went to New Mexico to look at some land and just got back. Oh, is that what you were doing there? Yeah. Oh. I mean, we are doing all kinds of other things, you know, horrible illegal you know, things. We <laughs> were, you know, shooting people and stuff. But, you know, and now, yeah. Sweet! In Idaho. No. <laughs> did, you, did you hear, the, uh, did you see my post on Facebook about Idaho?
2: Uh-oh.
1: It's okay, so we're in Idaho. And everywhere I remember, like, people look like they want to kill you. Like, I've, really, I've never felt like racism. <laughs> and I felt mass racism because I was learning. I And they like, you're a liberal, you're a Democrat. I'm like, no, actually, I'm not either. either. I'm not
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just.
1: I'm uh... at this gas station. <laughs> and there's like these three very young girls. And I'm like, hey, you got any hard stuff? And they're like, fucking you And they're like, whiskey. They're like, now we got beer. And I'm like, are you old enough to sell beer? And I'm like, no, I'm 14. <laughs> like, what? Uh, and another girl was like 11. and one, uh, one of them they were talking. The one was like, oh, you look funny. And I'm like, what, you're not 21? No. But she was like, you know, like 16, 14, uh, And they're like, yeah, I didn't buy any beer because because, you know, I already had some. So. Oh, God. <laughs> and in the back was a bunch of, like, brand new white pickup trucks and RVs. And I could see one of the windows, like, like playing their gun or something, loading it or something.
0: I was like, okay, I'm on the Wait, can you say that again, Steve? Because we lost you there for a second. Sorry, man. You Uh-oh. just, yeah, Wait, what? <laughs> just back it up about thirty seconds. What did you just say? You saw what after the?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the underage girls, three of them, at a gas station, which was a converted old house. Okay, and behind it was an RV park that was completely full. With brand new pickup trucks, all white, and then like really small trailers. And through the window, I saw somebody like I saw a barrel going like this. It looked like
0: they were really cleaning
1: the barrel or, or loading the, the rifle. Oh shit! Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm a second amendment person, so I'm, uh, but I, you know what, I don't like people's intentions. Like I was saying, some to these. I don't, can't pretend to know what their intentions are, but if they're so brainwashed, that it's black and white. They're left or right, and I don't they, you know I can't see the whole bird. You, yeah.
0: you it's like
1: I'm into my guard. I can't worry about all this, like you know
0: the down. Yeah. Uh yes. huh. Well, you know what I've been oh. remembering is that intentions are you know lead the path to hell pretty much one way or the other. I don't care if they're good or not. You know, it's That's just insane, it right. fucking intentions. You know, it's just. You know what intentions are? They're the, the true killer. It's the true... But the, fo- <laughs> the
1: road of intentions you know, is the road to hell. But the thing about hell, when you're in hell, you have to keep going and take get through it.
0: Yeah, it's a hive, y'all. There is a bottom.
1: But also, my advice to everybody would be that... Tigers of wrath are wiser than the horses of destruction. And you must drive your plow over the bones of death. Says William Blank in his Proverbs of Hell. You know? Because the world is full of kings and queens to blind your eyes and steal your dreams. That's heaven and hell. Ronnie mm. James Dio.
0: That's it, Life man. Damn, Lonnie you Sabbath. fucking called it, dude! That's fucking badass! That was awesome! Years, man. We're old. Oh my god! Holy shit, dude!
1: And all the new albums now that come out are like, "I'm so cool." I'm
0: so cool. Uh huh. You're not fucking Dio. I don't care. Uh, you know, you're never gonna be Dio. That's for damn sure. Nope. No. Damn. I so you know,
1: I, you know, I still bitch at my own, but I'm like. I'm like, I can't, you know, I don't want to play the narrative. So I'm like, I'm working on an earth book, 18th, my 18th handmade book. And, and I'm like, how do I do a portrait, which is also a landscape, that's not promoting the ego of my subject? You're, not doing portraits, you're, like, you're promoting the ego, and we're in an ego state. So how do you do a portrait of a landscape that's, you know, painting people as earth and nature? So I've been doing things like digging holes, getting in the hole, and burying the books. Book, you know, burying myself, you know. So it's like I, I, I've been like trying to connect the book to like uh, the uh, electromagnetic pulse of the earth to charge it as a magical object, and not promote the egos. Because when I did the fire book, you know, I got sick. I almost died. I got Mirtha on the road. I thought, well, I'm going to go to people's houses. And I'm going to paint them in their passion. But I, what I didn't realize. My best friend Tracy told me when I finished the book and did the portraits of her that you, you captured these people's anger, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Because I was getting these abscesses, and I was like, I was like a, a you know Welsh teenager taking on their negativity and, and mm-hmm. passion. I forgot like anger and rage is passion.
0: That's and interesting. That's you know,
1: frustrated because I can't create because I got to you know pay these expensive rents and like pay all the stupid things in society but they don't benefit. because the big corporations. And I'm like, shit, I'm just like I'm gonna die if I keep taking on you know, people's anger and frustration. These are like people a lot of them that I know and I'm just like I gotta I gotta take care of myself. I can't, you know. It's like shit, I guess I captured it, it almost captured me. Almost went down with the fire book, you know.
0: That's the problem is, you know, these situations that these that that happen, man, they can they can mold you, you know. They can form you into, like, the thing that you have to fight against anyway. Because you don't want to end up like motherfuckers, man. You know?
1: Fine. I, I have a different path. I, you are. I'm not going to self-destruct like a lot of people do. I'm not going to let, let the cashes come and, you know, wear me down like they did Lenny Bruce and Bill Hicks, know, and other artists.
0: No, you're strong man and uh I I've always been a, an admirer of the strength of uh that you've had since the beginning. And I remember uh we were talking about that earlier. It's not on to four minutes, but it was just previously texting or whatever about uh peaches. Sorry to hear about that. I mean, I had no idea. Yeah,
1: imagine peaches. Um, <sighs> he was in the goats fire.
0: I had no one. idea.
1: And he's paraplegic. He can still communicate. I went and visited him. talked to me visited, but, you know, we could still communicate, and it was really hard, and he was a political activist. And the thing is, uh, a lot of people died in that in fire, but it shut down all independent spaces, galleries, and performance spaces, and live work spaces, so artists can't afford to, like, live anywhere, right? That's intentional. Corporate warf- warfare.
0: You, know? you ever heard that the ghost uh, ship was an uh, incantation? The way that it happened.
1: No, but I thought it was, was sort of black magic, intentional in the way that yeah corporate bastards like like basically wiped out small businesses and artists, which is which is happening now.
0: I thought the backstory on it. I'm probably off, y'all, but I thought the rough backstory on it was the the place had been under. Uh, investigation for one problem or another for years and the city really didn't do anything about it. And then I heard also that the guy who I don't know who it was, but the guy who was running Ghost Ship had his parents stay at a motel that night and they lived there. And I was wondering that was kind of weird. And then uh there was a few other things, but someone had brought it to me and they were like, oh yeah, dude, what happened at that uh Someone I can't remember who it was. What it was, someone that we know from Oakland. I don't want to drop the name, I guess, but I they were like you know members of uh, you know city council or OTOs, and they did that on purpose. Uh, And and like you said, the the spinoff was you know all the creative places didn't just get closed around there, but across the entire country. Because that's what the reaction was to Ghost Ship. It didn't just affect Oakland. It was a fucking, you know, black magic, if you want to say that. It was black magic that fucking shut these art places down across the country.
1: Yeah, I can believe that because when I cursed Nestle in Los Angeles, I had,
0: like, as soon as I got, you
1: know, back home to Seattle... I drew like a third nut, and I was like, I'm such a badass, like Chris Nestle. And I had to fuck up there at the hospital. the hospital. So I thought, oh, those motherfuckers have their, like, black magic, like, shields up. And I shot, shot some of it back at me, you <sighs> know. But if you look at, um, uh, if you look historically, this is a speculation During the gold rush, you know, at San Francisco, all these people, like billionaires, had all these buildings, filled, you know, these hotels, and uh, then they wanted to resell. So a lot of the residential hotels burned, and you had the same thing happen when the jazz district got like burned out, so like it gets gentrified, and then you had it during the dot com in 1990. So you know you can do your research and go like yeah some some people that own property started fires, and you know a lot of them are also have like a cult so why not you have economic warfare why wouldn't you use black magic uh, LeVay told me he said uh, when Ronald Reagan was running for the governor of California he wrote letters to all the churches wrote a letter to the church saying hey please like do whatever you can so I can win this election why wouldn't you you know you don't have to believe in anything Yeah. why don't you just like cover all bases so yeah I don't. Know, why, why not but, you know, that plays into what's going on now because what's going on now that people don't understand or don't think about is what's going on now is a diversion for the fact that automation is, is, was going to take most of the jobs anyway. Hmm. And AI was going to create software, so most of the jobs would be like, non-existent. So we're looking at this philosophy of, you know, EU, EUB. You know, universal, or sort of like, universe, universal basic income, you, you know, UBI. Let's look it up on uh, on Wikipedia. It's like, uh, it's not viable to have so many slaves and so many consumers. Give everybody a basic income. Give them some marijuana. Give them some video games. I <sighs> want to stick a page oh. Right? So you want to, like, do whatever it takes get these, like, because basically we're, you know, we're just plants, we're parasites, like, taking up the earth, just like American Indians.
2: So Uh. going back to my memoir
1: that just came out in January, uh, and the uh, invocation of a new creation, which is in the memoir, in the memoir, is called We're All Indians Now. And I had this title for years, like eight years ago, I I was a spoken word piece. So I decided to call the book We're All Indians Now. I kind of know We're All Indians Now. You know, like John Wayne said, there were these people. They had all this land. They weren't doing anything with it. I mean, here we are. We got all this toxic asphalt. And we're, we're begging for rights, and you know, we need our fast food. You know, I need mean, to go to KFC and get my you goddamn know, You know, and they're like, they're just taking up space. You know, knock everything up and plant some damn trees. And after a while, I got like, well, maybe that's a good. Idea. I know it.
2: <laughs> if, I, if,
1: I, if, I, if I'm living. And asking the parent you go state to fucking wipe my ass. It's like, well, maybe I am a fucking weed. But it's like, if I can just keep doing my art. And now it's like, a lot of people have the opportunity to like catch up. Which is a, a beautiful thing. You know, they have their free time. You know. But not everyone's going to make it. Dude, I found this coming. I don't like broke ties with a lot of people. Broke ties with my family. I'm like, they... They, I'm not going to be able to deal with their heartbreak, and they believe in this narrative. And a lot of artist friends, I'm like, this what, like I'm crazy drunk. Yeah, crazy drunk. Mm-hmm. Sending crazy texts to everybody, and like, I can't be friends with you anymore. I'm like, good. Me either.
0: Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I also wrote Blackout Magic in the in my memoir. Well, I need, uh, I'll have to send you the recording. It's on uh, SoundCloud. Okay, but it's like uh, so the idea with blackout magic, right? kind of like the like, like you know being a, you know you know you're gonna turn into a werewolf, so, you're like, so you like you get your whatever drug and you get fucked up, and you're like then you send like crazy like texts and emails and you call people and you tell your best friend like they're, sure they're coming after us and I'm like you well, say the worst things possible. You know, and then you, like, see if you can redeem yourself or not. You're just breaking through, you know, all the society. <sighs> Who cares? Like, hey, man, you all right? Or, like, do you do to talk you, you know.
2: Uh,
1: you yeah. <sighs> know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, once in a while. I mean... You know, it's like, then people are going to chastise you, right? But, you know, like, you have a problem. I'm like, oh, everybody has problems all the time. My problem is attachment. I can't have attachment. Someone who has that doesn't, like, fully believe in you know, who I am, where I'm going. It doesn't matter. You don't need to do that. I don't need that.
0: They don't you know, really I need to
1: be friends with you because of, of the past. Something's coming around the, the bin, and it's, you're going to be a liability. Like our friendship's going to be a liability because it's superficial, because we're not close anymore. Because you don't return my emails or my texts, and you like like things on social media, but you can't maintain a real relationship. hmm
0: so, Yeah. You know,
1: black magic. You're coming after you drunkenly with words. Cause words are dangerous.
0: They don't even know they're. in they don't even know they're infected like that. You know, I, I don't think they actually know, man. Because you kind of talk to them and you're like, and they're just so fucking oblivious. Like, they already got Matrixed. We're sitting outside the Matrix still watching the Matrix affect everyone. I really don't give a fuck about what this Earth has to offer, dude, like that. I really don't, man. Uh <laughs>
1: thing is, like, Okay, so for, uh, like, look at uh, anthropology. Anthropology was studying, like, indigenous people, American Indians, right? So they they were all Christians. So when they wrote about what the Native Americans of North America believed, Mother Earth. No. No. That's Christianizing. Because, first of all, the thing about, the unique thing about North American tribes, they were animistic. Yeah. They didn't have God. They believe everything was connected. They would not use the word mother than Earth.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Externalizes it, right? So the, the powers that be want you to think that Mother Earth is external, your nature, your nature, right? They don't want you to, to know that you are your fucking Earth. You don't right. to say Mother Earth. You're, you're the fucking Earth. Yeah, you're Earth, you're the fucking Earth. So why are you going to tell me what that is? We don't need the middleman.
0: <laughs> yeah. It is like this proposed uh it, that's another thing that leads me to think that that's invasion. That's invasion because that's an invasion yeah. tactic. It's like, you know, that's some motherfucker coming into your camp. They're uh-huh.
1: They're invasive
0: beast. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> it, it creates these ideas that oh, well things aren't right. But you know, really there's nothing wrong. It's the shit they're creating, man. Well,
1: I've
0: yeah, I mean, because, what's up with,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's the raw uh, unit of, you know, straight barter, straight art, straight, uh, you know, the ability to uh, just cut, money is the middleman, it is that middleman, it's the problem, it's that fucking, it's game. With just the black magic on the motherfucker already, on the note itself, oh, yeah. and the blood covering it, just from all the generations of blood over this shit, Saturn's being, right. you, you know, right. <laughs> Saturn. <Right. laughs> yeah. So what happened
1: in the West was the uh, church wanted property, wanted like uh, property rights, and then the whole marriage thing, they wanted... To to control women, they had instilled time. They dropped the solar calendar, right? So about the time that uh, you know, church said you got to look at the clock, and you got to like have a piece of paperwork and, and land and property, and you got to pay tax for, you know. Mm-hmm. And most of the North American tribes were matriarch. Mhm. Lunar calendar. Makes more sense.
0: Right, and you know, the lunar calendar um, puts a 125-year dividend, really, between that and the, what is it called, the Gregorian calendar? Is that what Napoleon instituted? Is that what it was? Some shit like that? I think so. So. 14th century, he was like, fuck solar, fuck lunar, I'm going to make this. Thing where it goes around the, you know, it's the days around the sun, the seasonal bullshit.
1: Are you, are you familiar with uh, John Trudell, the spoken word artist poet? He's uh, one of the last chairman leaders of the American Indian Movement, James in Uh, Morris. No. He's familiar with John Mm. All right, so he, um big influence on me. So he got into poetry after his family was murdered by the U.S. government, because he burnt a flag, you know, at the White House, you know, huh. um, and he just, he just, like, if he was going to survive, he had to do too hard, he liked poetry, you know, and he wrote this piece uh, that I covered, I don't think I it to you the Leonard Peltier and song, you know, Look at Us, you know, and it's a great piece, and it really got me. Into spoken word and performance, and I recorded about these. And he died for like four or five years. And I opened up for him in '97 at the University of New Mexico, and it was a fundraiser for Native American have sweat lodges, and prisons. And he got so much flack. I found out because you know United States tax tax refund. I'm like, you know, the pentagram cut in my back and. Swastika, and I have my Apache headdress because I'm part of Apache. He's cool with it, but he couldn't, like, you know,
0: hang out with me on the
1: weekend so to speak, a right? Crank. So I, in 1999, it was the 30th anniversary of the takeover Alcatraz in San Francisco, right? Oh, okay. So I was there, and I was trying to hang out, you know, like talk to him, and he didn't, he's looking like he didn't want to have a picture taken with me, and I'm like, well, that's cool. That's fine. We talked a little bit, and I was fine. And I found out later, one of my friends uh, my aunt, like, you know we're friends, because told me to check out your, your painting and your performance art and your poetry. And I was like, wow, that's, that's great. So then I was hanging out with my friend, this friend Tracy, and she introduced me to this native lady who goes down to the powwows. And she was at Huff She had a book of photos from powwows, and there was pictures of me with John Trudell, But she didn't know... Who I was, you know, that was John Travolta. Just taking pictures. My friend Chase like, "Oh, that's crazy. right." Yeah. So, before he died, he was talking about how humans were like were, we're being mined. You know, we're energy, we're electromagnetic energy, but we're minerals. And it's like, and then he started talking about the Ili Nation, alienation. You know. Oh. And. He, he did a track with, uh, check it out, to so look it up, a uh, tribe called Red. He does a recording with them. I-Lie Nation, Alien Nation.
0: Can you repeat that again? Because it just broke up just a little bit when you said the beginning name. What was it called?
1: I-Lie Nation, Alien Nation. Okay. So it's like implying like the uh, United States, the nation of lies, i lie Nation, but it's also Alien Nation. Got it. Meaning like aliens and being alienated, all of those. Things. Yeah. He's implying that. Yeah. Uh, the song with the tribe called Red, I think it starts with. Uh, That's what I was looking uh, for. Native, yeah. this native calls somebody and he's trying to like send a message to somebody and he's in prison.
2: You
1: know? Yeah. So, Fidel predicted like this like slap down what's going on there. like further separation, like you know, uh, wear your mask, you know, which, you know, may save your, may or not save your life six feet. Why six feet? Six feet is, like, the distance where you make an electromagnetic connection with another person, right? So it's, like, further separation. And that's more important than, like, the science on what's going on. Okay, so, yeah, I know, I know what where you're you know reaching for my father always said do whatever you want, just don't get caught.
2: Mm-hmm. And the
1: unique thing about the occult like my influence on the cult because people say, Oh, you're you know, you're also you're Native American artist, you're performance artist, but you're also part of the occult history. You know, and in native culture you have medicine and and then like in Navajo we got Skinwalkers, you know, so Mm. yes, yes, yes. So money was diverted, whether it was a ritual or whether it was an actual, away from this entity that wanted to control a certain faction of native art in the tribe. And it was something that my friends did, but the the, Corporate entity, and I'm not going to mention the name, but the uh, medicine man was a very Christian
0: Navajo who
1: wanted to take all the money and just for himself because he's already doing sweat lodges and prison for Native American prisoners. So there was something done and something magical and something physical, and guess what? It went to where it needed to go. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when I did. My, in my fourth book, Name,
0: My American Indian
1: Movement, I read that rant. He said in Navajo right after that, but, you know, AIM American Indian Movement, was not a satanic movement, because blah, 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 he got spooked. So, the thing with a lot of people in power and talk, they're the half-breed Christians, and the thing is, like, I'm an anomaly. Like I'm not. I can walk in those worlds, and, I, and the thing is, they don't. They know that I'm not traditional. I'm a dislocated Indian. I'm born in, you know, in, in Southern California. Right? Embrace or know about my heritage. I'm in my 20s, you know, like a Moses. So it's like there's, there's. I can move in those worlds, and the thing is, anybody that comes at me has to deal with. All the connotations of my art and everything, and even people like, "Oh, this guy put a curse on me, or whatever." It's like, that. well, the 49ers, the 97, it is, it. They went to the Super Bowl twice and failed. There was all this horrible scandals after that. they were the best team that had and they're still the worst. So it's like everyone's it kind of like." So I'm a bit obscure and marginalized. So yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some heavy shit That is. That comes my way. <laughs> I just don't like people that waste my time. You know, like, we can, you know, rob from the robots and give to the people that are actually doing shit. Mm. That's, that's the natural flow.
0: I feel and like that... You, it's a missing element in the in the humanities one hundred and one man. That Robin Hood shit, motherfuckers should be caring about the underdog, and we lost that thing, oh, man. Geez. You know that that you know, was I've it. Always
1: been for the underdog. Me too, man. When I was like, you know, like like fucking elementary school, It was death, and people were chasing after her and stuff, and I stood up for her. You know, the went. So I stood up for us as an underdog because she's like, guys are like, assholes, and it's like, heck, heck, heck. So it's like, mob rules. You, know, <laughs> you know, corporate coup of the world, though. And it's fucking boring.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, that's
1: the real death of the military. Like, you can you know, do a lot of things. You can be violent, crazy, and whatever, you know, sacrifice children. You can't be boring. <laughs> These leaders are fucking boring.
0: I know it, man. And so,
1: you know, doing all the horrible things. Like, we joke about it, but, you know, a lot of it is actual, actuality. <laughs> and it's fucking boring. It's like, you got all the power and then all the money. You're fucking so insecure. you got to control everybody. And then you can talk shit about it. Like, you know, it's like when we're, when we're young in the jocks, like, you know, making fun of art because, like, you know, gay or whatever the fuck. I'm like, you guys are conformists. You know? So, you know, you do your art, I do my art. We're told most of our life that art doesn't matter. Yep. You know, and we do something like a little different, and like all of a sudden, like we're the worst people in the world. Look at that degenerate artist, you know, the transgressive artists in the 90s, you know, Uh like Diana. Like Diana was just doing drawings. Gets arrested for doing Boyle in Florida. I was like, "Wait, someone in America arrested for like drawings from his imagination?"
0: Mm-hmm. Because they were, you know, wow. refused not to look at it. And, you know, I was like, uh, "We did the uh, there actually is the uh, trial of Mike Diana uh, episode that we did." Uh, you could you, if you get a okay. chance go back and listen to that, dude. It's pretty rad.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. And published Mike Diana back when during that whole time when nobody else was. hmm Part of uh Michael Hunt Publishing or Mike Hunt, Mike Hunt for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: That is the history. That's what happened. Yep. Right. So. Uh, but I.
1: Uh, in New York, I got, I got to spend time with, with. Oh, yeah. Like Diana. We went to Howard Bloom's birthday party, Howard Bloom, the scientist, in Brooklyn.
0: Mm-hmm. Had a
1: blast. Got some amazing people. You know, I was staying at Genesis Peorage's house, and I wanted Jen to be, like Diana, have a You know, Jen was like, uh, tired and just wanted to chill. I was like, well, next time. But there wasn't a next time, you know? But Mike's part of, part of the history, and you know, I'm part of the history of the underground, and Amy published my memoir now. The Patina Press, Patina Press, my memoir, we're all Indians now, and how prophetic, you know, because we kind of are like insignificant with you know, corporations and what the government's doing. So now everybody's like, you know, just don't want to make it about race and not talk about class, with all that stuff.
0: Yeah. It re- it truly is, man, and it's you know, I just it's long overdue. I don't know. I just feel like the la- hello late late on to fucking draw much, you know. Kind of deal. And uh it's going to get noisy here out there in uh, Radio Land for a minute, guys. I'm going to step outside and have a cigarette. Um cuz I fucking need one. But This shit's intense, Steve. (laughs) I don't smoke during the day unless it's intense. (laughs) But I fucking uh, definitely appreciate your time and energy on this. And we have been friends now for goddamn 14 years. Holy shit. Damn. How did that happen? Did you know that?
1: (laughs) I don't know. It's been a
0: while. I just put that together.
1: the bay area was like uh, you know like art was still king you know? oh my god not communist but art was still happening you know we're talking to crazy shows uh john longy from lab gas just coming out with a new book of short stories and he's writing about a couple of Bonnet go shows that i did in the 90s and i was like damn i did that <laughs> yeah.
0: it was amazing though i was, having, I was yeah, you were just talking about Mark Bodie a few minutes ago, and that was the first show I did with Bodie, and I did it with you and Bodie and the guys from the Mad Happies newspaper. And oh, yeah, that's the time we did it. Again. It was the Art, S- it was Art SF Gallery, I thought that's what it was called. Yeah,
1: yeah I did the uh, Fuck Your Freedom show for my second USAF CD there, you know, at their space.
0: And what's her name? Oh. Pulled a, uh, I thought she pulled an American flag out of her vagina.
1: My wife Leslie pulled all the state flags out of her vagina. She stitched them all together. So.
0: How does she get all those up there? How does that work? You suck
1: <laughs> them a little bit. In here, like, you're all the BDSS <laughs> in San Francisco, they tell you how to do all that. <laughs>
0: Hi. there's a technique man that's a lot you know getting the the great 48 up there man that's gotta be a
1: well I know because when we were on tour when my book Coyote State in America from Last Death came out in 2001 we were on tour and in Portland I did show so I had like uh, it was only four 8.5 by 11 flags Oh, okay. It's so hard to get them in my house, but, you know. <laughs> and I how it really takes you out of it.
0: You know? Did you ever, like, worry about getting, like, you know, rim burn or some shit? It's just, is it that lubed up? It's just that lubed up.
1: Well, the secret is being turned on because it's not on all the next. You just take <laughs>
0: That's how much I love America. I hear you. No, when you put it that way, man.
1: Yeah,
0: oh yeah. Sorry guys for the upcoming noise for the next uh, five minutes, but I'm definitely smoking a cigarette, so I appreciate you. Oh yeah. Since I sound like fucking Bigfoot walking down my stairs here. <laughs> All
2: right, all right.
0: at dude oh i was going to tell you real fast uh just to shift gears where i'm at i'm i'm in georgetown i'm two blocks away from fanagraphics no no
2: <laughs>
0: they, maybe i anytime you know who knows it's the virus attack, dude. You never know what people are shifting left and right, but, no. Um, well, you know, like, uh, back when I started, out, I was like, hey, in the very first time, of
1: I made what I did. Yeah. introduction
0: might seem Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, Gary Groth is still uh, running fan of graphics, as far as I'm aware. That's
1: great.
2: So, yeah, like, I guess, like, and,
0: you know, i got on my, I'm to I, mean, each, each I want to, uh, you know, start putting out just underground comic zines again <laughs> and just uh, putting these fucked up comic shits out. Here randomly because they're so uh, uh, intricate in the in the re you know the renaissance the re renaissance <laughs> you're like re, re-renaissance.
1: <laughs>
0: I I'm down with all of it about uh, right about now. You know I've been just like. My brain is wiped away from you know, just having been in this standstill. I'm just like, dude, I'm just so tired of everybody's POV. (laughs) I just want to do some comics, you know. Uh, I felt like we were doing them last year or whatever, but me and Mike uh, came out with those three books, uh, worked Big Apple Con. And we got to eat Captain Kirk's hot wings. That was fucking cool. Um, but uh, otherwise, <laughs> you know, it was our, It was under our crumbs little hippie comics imprint. And I, I felt like, all right, I can hit this. I'm now, I have one thing that was published out, you know, from guys like S. Clay Wilson and Spain and... I don't know, He's has all the crumb shit, you know, so there's a grip of crumb shit. And I was like, well, I hit that thing. I felt like I, it was cool to finally uh, uh, get in with all these guys I grew up with, you know, that were already older than me when I was a little kid. And then to have a book later on, you know, under the crumb imprint with uh, Mike Diana. <laughs> how come grown cartoonists have to dive into politics so hard <laughs> yeah I'm just like come on cartoonist, man this is not cool you know you gotta be able to see this is like we're under alien invasion can't you tell god damn it just.
2: <laughs>
0: oh my god. Man, I just hate... It's, it's sad to see... This. It's sad to see social media was the deterrent. It was the thing that actually uh, turned great artists and all this other shit into this. I, you know, I'm still post... I'll still throw up my little podcast up on uh, Facebook for those innocent that don't understand. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, otherwise, I'm not on there, dude. Not I'm not on there, man. I throw that up and that's it. You know, it's totally being platformed and scoped and everything like that. And You know, it's just like, let them do it. You know, who cares? I, You know, I've got nothing to hide as this artist that will just continually burn this engine until whatever, you know, of the 72 desired ways to perish <laughs> happen <laughs> you know until that point man well that's kind of where we're at right now right i mean the virus kind of wiped everything away and so now we're in this kind of book of the law is the book of you know void because the void is like transpired When the void happens, that's when you can go into Ohm, is what I discovered. You know, you can't hit Ohm until you have abolished everything, all your art, and all your shit in your brain, and everything you ever thought of, and all that shit, and stripped that motherfucker just down to nothing, to where it's just the black void. When you get to that point, you can hit that point, and not many people can hit that point, you know, man, I hit it one time. It was in the redwoods, everybody's like, oh, that sounds like a DMT trip, but I tell you, I was sober as fuck, I had seen some weird ass shit just previously to that, you know, but if you can hit home, I thought that was my reset, because as soon as I hit home, then I was able to move into the next level of understanding what art is, you know, as an individual, as my own component. As my own, uh, you know, identity in in the you know now scattered, abroad pieces of what's left of art. true man this is true oh, fuck man this is a. Uh, we're the new doctors you know that's what it come down to I, that's what i feel like that's why i think i started the podcast steve i was like i'm the new fucking doctor that everybody's gonna be turning to here in some brief time period you know not long from now
1: Creative techniques. Mm. I'm descended from surrealism through Giger, and then um, at the Academy of Art College in San Francisco, I studied under Thomas Marsh. he studied under the apprentice to Rodin. That whole system of apprentice master has been lost, and I'm like the last descendant. And Genesis George was also part of that. Yep. So it's like who do I Know, place and instill my knowledge so people can be not just artists, they want to interact and, and they want some kind of like healing and, and, and knowledge. And it's pragmatic and practical and you get a physical pain, but also like time spent and respect for an elder, which is lost in you know, youth culture of America.
0: Mm-hmm you know and i i i wanted to thank you for you know back in i guess it was 2008 when you were making uh what is art and you uh and i had been uh friends with decoy 99 oh gosh decoy <laughs> the, the the coyote man <laughs> but uh <laughs> she was uh Definitely one of the great artists, you know, man, for sure. But, um, and uh, I remember when you came over to my house in West Oakland and uh, you had uh, asked me to be a part of this uh, thing, you know. And um, when I found out who was H.R. Uh, Giggers in the movie, you know, and uh, Genesis Peorage, and, you know, it was just, that was, you know, a very awesome and very cool thing. I want to thank you for making me a part of that, you know?
1: Oh, you're welcome. And, and it's on YouTube for free. So anybody can watch it. You know, it's a two and a half hour documentary. But I wanted to give back to the art community. I know a lot of artists that I resonated with. Like, I think there's like 82 artists in there in the, in the movie. That's quite You know, Geeker, You, and there's a lot of other people.
0: It was an honor. It was an honor to say the least, man. So, and I remember uh, going to what was? Where did you guys have the premiere at? Was that called the Vortex Room? Oh
1: gosh, it was in San Francisco.
0: Um, I thought that's what it was. I thought
1: we, I thought we premiered it as, um we had a 2 art show in Oakland, and it was at uh, a uh, friend of a friend. Uh, canvas
0: stretching company, I forget the name of it, hmm.
1: uh, what was the Vortex? Well,
0: the Vortex, I thought a lot of members of the uh, the church were there, and then uh, I had a couple friends come with me, and they had a Cult 45, there was a bar, and they had Cult 45 on tap, and I was like, holy shit! And I remember, <laughs> I was still drinking at that time, so <laughs> I was definitely filling up on that call 45 from the tap all night. <laughs> I was definitely impressed with the. And then, uh... Yeah,
1: Jerry Brown was there and got some
0: cocaine. There was... Right. It was a... I remember it was like a dark theater with a bar in the back and they had a nice size screen. And, uh... Oh, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, Whew. I've done so many things, I'm like...
0: You know what I'm talking about I'm now, now, huh? It's like, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a regular thing or was that... that? Like created
0: just for the you're right the
1: premiere in San Francisco and then there
0: was the one in Oakland yeah and, and did it afterwards uh-huh and um and I remember just that was a cool ass night man uh just watching the movie and uh, tripping out on uh going through the minds of you know what was 84, 80, 82, 84 artists you know uh that you had documented I remember you had filmed two hundred and eighty four or something like that. Was that right? Something like that? Yeah.
1: They, they, say, yeah, they say if you're gonna do documentary have
0: to read numbers, yeah. And you had to chop two hundred people. So it was nice Well you know to, they didn't put out you know. Right. I dig it. I say,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> you <got to>
0: <laughs> this is true.
2: They didn't buy me a car or a
0: house,
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't buy a
0: Oh pretty awesome man. Oh that was cool dude. And then uh yeah, I remember just that two thousand eight, two thousand nine were busy years art wise, uh for me, man. I think I landed like nine fucking shows in one year. And it started with decoy getting me into the uh submission gallery. I knew like right before that we had done the Art SF show. But then that, I think 2009, man, I got the basement gallery. Did you ever show at that one with Eric Groff or whatever? I thought that was his name.
1: In San Francisco?
0: No, that, that one was in Oakland, like over by Jack London.
1: Um, no, uh-uh. that that was, I went to an too.
0: That was a cool show, man. I, so much going on. And
1: now everything's so you know, canceled.
0: I know. I'm just reminiscing <laughs> now. All you can do is like I mean, daydream about the right. shit you did. Like, well, I want to go over to a friend's house and they're
1: like, "You got a quarantine for 14 days before you come over." I'm like, "Are they really that just...
0: interesting?" <laughs> oh God. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, it really. We thought this would. No one saw this shit coming. I I really didn't see the standstill virus shit coming, but.
1: No, oh, I saw it coming. I, thought, I, mean, I was like, I had a set it for reading every every fucking book on, you know, biological warfare, genetics, viruses. You know, I did like I, I, in uh, my third book, Sex and Violence. I did all these things about viruses. Mm.
0: Uh, you knew it. You saw it. You saw the whole. I thought it going
1: to be played out, and now it's all being played. Everybody's getting slapped down. Yeah, I thought it coming. I'm not a denier. I'm a, like, total believer. It's like, I'm not going to, like, I'm an adult, you know. I'm not going to be told what to do by liars by politicians. It's like and doctors and scientists just, you know? so, so it's a script. It's yeah. Down,
0: you know? Yeah. Oh, man. I felt, but, you know, yeah. It, it you know... I got my own theories about it. They do match up with some random motherfuckers out there, but
2: you know,
1: that's part of the evolution. That's part of the ego trip. hmm If you want a leader and you want to, you want to vote. That's fine. But know that you're absolving your responsibilities as a human being when you vote. And in American politics. In Europe, you don't have all these, like, celebrities that are running for office, so you're, you're voting for actors and liars, so you get, like, i heard about running around artists or you know, artists that use sexuality and bodily fluence, like myself. you know, I'm not running for office, so back off, but you're, you're righteous because you're voting for somebody and that was a liar. Mm-hmm. So Grow
0: up, evolve, her. Oh man! Get
1: over your parent
0: ego. It's so hard for you know the human mind to to grab this thing, and you know, but once they eliminated the ego, everything around them becomes eliminated. I think that's a great fear for people to be left into. I'm talking about the void as if it were like a friend, you know, and I can do that, I feel like, you know, because some people like me have been into the void most of their life anyway or felt that kind of void. But I think for people who have been comfortable comfortable with material surroundings or with just this kind of like this is the way life is kind of attitude, it makes it really hard the older you get to psychologically, you know, break that shit down. You know, it's really up to these younger guys who are just, you know, they're either not around yet, Steve, or they're just now, you know, they're like 10 years old. <laughs> but, you know, in 12 years, these guys are going to be 22 years old. And, you know. These
2: young people, much as I bitch about, you know, these young people don't.
0: I admire the, the young people, man. You know, I think they're on to it, you know. They know. But
2: it's generation.
0: generation. It's the end like, generation.
1: No, really, no. it's which is weird. You know, even like with millennials, some of them don't believe in copyright, intellectual property. But they, they have the advantage over most of us, even myself, so, and even you. They don't have the advantage because we don't have the sense of disbelief. They don't have, a, they're not hook, line, and sinker. So, and, and writing fiction is a suspension of disbelief so you can believe in the narrative, the story. Like, they don't, they don't even care shit about the story.
0: No, they don't.
1: <laughs> they're like, that's old people crap. Well. <sighs> like, I'm like what I'm going to do, but then, like, you know, the thing is, I feel like I got to get them to go, like, you know, like, go out into the world and whatever. Tree. Drink some water.
0: <laughs> well, and on that note, man, this is like we're coming up into the 33rd minute and that was where we wanted to right. cut it. But I that was a nice place to to end it for now. And I want you to come back for the season finale. Maybe I can set it up for like me, you and Mike, Diana to uh, shoot the shit that would be amazing, dude. So let me see if I can do something like that. And that, I think, you know, I'm right. f- formulating the, the end of the 72-hour hold here. <laughs>
2: wait, wait me to do a
0: spell? Do oh, yeah. we go? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. We're going to go past the right. 33rd minute, but go for it. All right.
1: This is from my memoir, Patina Press. This is the, the ritual that got me. Got us where we're at. I'm just taking responsibility for it here. This is the invocation of creation, which Mm -hmm. is also the invocation of the creative eon. Mm -hmm. For too long, corporations have ruled our life. Corporate masters no longer have a purpose in this human evolution. Tonight, to lie. Ek, cannot. Step aside. You may be there. We no longer see or need you. to We don't buy it. We create it. Account. We are not your servants. Akat, cannot. We do not buy it. We create it. Akat, cannot. We don't buy it, we create it. Creation trumps, creation trumps the corporate control grid. 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 Get to the corporate mindset. Long live the new creation. see The new creation eon has begun. Hail to these new creators, hail ye coyotes creation, young bottom, until we meet face-to-face, eye-to-eye, cheek-to-cheek, mark it well and in your way.
0: And poof, like that, the fucking devil was gone, motherfucker. Holy shit, dude, that was a fucking sick-ass episode, man, that motherfucker's got a lot to fucking say. Hope you guys fucking enjoyed that shit because we're going to have the Reverend back Remember, damn it. on the season finale Remember. Remember with Mike Diana. You heard it here. Okay. Remember they held our hands. We're in the last so final alive, so ten episodes until we crazy. make it to 72-hour hold. Episode 72 in 10 episodes, I have no idea what's going to happen. Where are you? Who are you? Got Jim Jilla coming back to talk about his uncle who was a serial killer in Alcatraz, Jimmy the Hammer Corrigan. I got a buddy who did some time in uh, Rikers Island, he wanted to talk about that on an episode. I got some fashion designer motherfucker. From Italy. He's 18 years old and everybody's scared of him in the fashion industry. Remember he wants to talk about movies. <laughs> Otherwise I have no idea what's gonna happen. Remember. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Gorilla Glue and Great Jelly Donut Remember. Double Bubble, which I'm chewing on like a cow right now. Remember. Oh my god, it's so good. Don't let AI take over your fucking life. Remember. Do your fucking Remember. art. Remember. It's the only way to fight Remember. AI. Life is dying. It's dying. Don't let it die. It's dying. Don't let Remember. it die. It's not back. It might come back. It's not coming back. God damn it. <laughs> well, stay tuned, cause Adam Air M D G-E-D underground cartoon therapy is definitely coming back, motherfucker. We're gonna finish this out. 72 fucking psychotic hours in the, uh, virus. That was this whole project, man. 72-hour hold. And when I get done with it, it'll come out with a comic book. That's related to the episode Failures. Go back and listen to that. That's a pretty good one. It's not like the rest of these. I want to thank Steven Johnson-Leva once more. I love you, my brother. I fucking love you. I bleed with you, man. You know I have. You know I will again. Until next time, gang. Do everything you want to do. Because this is it. You've been listening to Adamair MDGED Underground Cartoon Therapy.